Welcome to Watch What Crap Ends, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to watch. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me today on this beautiful Monday is the one and only, the lovable and wonderful, Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Well, hello, Bean. <laughs> Hi, Ronnie. <laughs> How was your weekend? Good, good. Great times, great times. I finished Sackboy with my niece and my sister. So, well, look at you. Uh, everybody just feel uncool over there. Mm. I'm a master. I'm a sack boy master. Wow. That's that's well, con- well congratulations, sack boy master. You did it. <laughs> I you finished the it. child's game on the PlayStation. <laughs> Thank you. Um I did not play Sackboy, but I did see Jagged Little Pill, the musical, the Alanis Morissette musical. How was that? Well, how do you think it was? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I am here for my Alana songs. I think it was uh, very like you are to know. <laughs> I will just say that I will never forget it. And <laughs> <laughs> I've got one hand in my pocket, my pocket, and in the back, even a stop sign. Yeah, there was, you know, I loved the, uh, I was, I, I was fascinated by some of the cast members, um, their choice, their, their singing choices of not, not necessarily following the notes. I thought that was bold. And, um, <laughs> what do you actually, mean they weren't singing the notes? There were some curious harmonies, some that sounded like, <laughs> I was like, okay. And I was like, I was like, God bless, God bless. I'm, but you know what? It was, it was, um, it was, it was a show. But um, I love Aladdin. <laughs> it was, it was live. So there was. It that. was live. Um, thank you, Hintia. Thank you, Tara. <laughs> thank you, Tara. My capsule review is if you ever wanted to see a show with music by Alanis Morissette and pieces of furniture that were spinning in circles, see it. Because that was like the main gimmick. Someone would be sitting, someone would be lying on a bed, and then like, people would come out like dancers or techies, whatever. And they would spin the bed around in circles to be like, wow, (laughs) I don't know what it was. It was like every (laughs) single, anytime someone sat down on something, people would come out and spin it in like 360 over and over and over again. And you're like, these poor actors must be so dizzy, you know? And at one point, oh gosh, like, oh, something like broke. And like, they were playing the notes of the thank you. It was like, and like a set was supposed to roll in but it just like then the music just sort of stopped and then there was like darkness and silence and then you hear like a and then you hear and then the doors open and like a suburban set like rolls forward and I was like oh goodness but but that being said, it was really entertaining seeing the way they integrated the the songs, which actually worked pretty well for a jukebox musical. But um, you know, mm-hmm. as the uh, as the final song of the show goes, you live, you learn, you live, <laughs> you learn. <laughs> it was a show about everything, everything. Oh. I actually was. I, I'm not gonna lie. I I imagined also, Ronnie, you bring your parents to it. And I just was, I'm just in my mind, I was imagining your parents' reaction. And I just would love to, I would love you to bring your parents to it just to, just, just to witness that. <laughs> just to hear my mom yeah. bitch about it. <laughs> Heckle from the audience. 
Well, this has nothing to do with Bravo or anything going on, but obviously <laughs> That's some funny shit, though. I w- I've always been wondering about that musical, because those <laughs> some of those jukebox musicals, it's like, let's just get 12 white ladies out here and see how they handle this, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, look, I mean, I, I actually did, I felt like all the songs when they popped up made sense. Like when I saw Tina the musical, I really enjoyed it. But when they played We Don't Need Another Hero during Tina Turner's mother's funeral, I thought that was a strange choice to put like a post apocalyptic song from Mad Max at like this, like, (laughs) at this like funeral. So I was like, that felt strange. But also, um, that's kind of when you literally need another hero, right? (laughs) You do. (laughs) Like your mom passes away and you're like, well, I need another hero, you know? Yeah. Change it up. Yeah, and they had people coming through the aisles with like little candles singing We Don't Need Another Hero because it was like a funeral scene. And I was like, does everyone here realize this is about Mad Max? This, the word <laughs> Thunderdome is in the lyrics and this is supposed to be a funeral. <laughs> so at least they were more authentic to that. But um, uh, anyway. Wow. Uh, but, you know, fun times. Well, so, speaking of jacket little pills, Marlo yeah. has a lot of monologues tonight. So. <laughs> I know. She's the Alanis Morissette of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Before we dive into it, if you're still even listening, um, tonight we do have Take a Seat. I'm very excited because I've been gone for two weeks. So I'm excited to get back into the mix. Or three weeks, really, if you think about it. And uh, so that's going to be on Spotify Live at 7 o'clock on the West Coast and 10 o'clock on the East Coast. And that's where you can call in and we all talk and talk about Bravo. I'm sure there's a ton of stuff to talk about. Like, (laughs) well... Oh, well, uh, I guess David Bedore has gotten divorced from his new slut wife. <laughs> so we can talk about well, that. News, news to Leslie. Turns out you're not only the on, you're not the only blonde woman on a beach. Slut. Okay. <laughs> um, also, uh, winter's crappening. Be sure to subscribe. Uh, we are releasing our our House of the Dragon recaps on win- winter's crappening first, and then later a day later on watch our crappens so go subscribe thank you to those who have subscribed because it's it's starting to climb the charts so we want to you know we just want to dominate we want to dominate with our game of thrones coverage so help us do that just subscribe just you know just go and hit subscribe on whatever platform you're using and i think that's it i think we now go on to this reunion recap of atlanta part two Yes, tonight on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Hi, Anthony. I was like, oh no, Andy's going to be pissed. They're yeah. going to finally work Anthony. Anthony is just sitting there waiting for his moment to be on this reunion. Yeah. <laughs> and Andy is trying everything he can to not let it happen. He's got like a fucking uh, 5G blocker in there, okay? He is trying to block <laughs> this shit from happening. He really is. Anthony's just sitting there next to a ring light and like reapplying lip gloss for five hours <laughs> waiting for this moment. <laughs> so um, Marlo is still telling her story about being a foster child. And Kenya is like, can I just say one thing, Andy? <laughs> and and Marlo's like, well, I say whatever's on my mind because not true. And Marlo's like, and I say thank you. Thank you to both of you, Sonia and Drew, for like being friends to me during this time, whatever, you know? And uh, she says that she likes that Sonia calls her and and like checks and checks in and also says things like, you were wrong to say that to Kenya. Like she's like a real friend who keeps it honest with her. Yeah. And she says that people just don't like her because she speaks her mind. Oh, Okay. <laughs> well, maybe it's what's on your mind is hideous and horrible. My God. So Kenya, and he's like, Kenya? Okay, violin, stop for a second, because Kenya's going to start speaking. So we're going to have to stop the Marlo violins first. Okay, Kenya, go ahead. And she's like, um, well, what I find hard is that things she said do not match up to the truth. Like, she talks about men and not being sexual, but then in the next second she says, Candy can't keep a man because her pussy wasn't good. Candy's like, geez. <laughs> and Marlo goes, I said that. And then I just cut to a clip of Marlo going, that pussy isn't good. And that's why you got a date underneath your tax bracket. <laughs> Did I say that? Did I do that? Well, what she would like us to believe is not what the truth is. It's a contradiction of hypocrisy. Okay. 
So Sonia's like, uh, I want to balance the conversation. Okay, because my experience with Marlo so far has been really good. And she's been really good. I'm like, well, congratulations, Sonia. Next season, she turns on you. <laughs> I, I don't yeah, know what else to tell you. This argument makes me crazy. She's like, I mean, I know you guys have your experiences, but she's good to me. Okay, well, I don't have a big wiener, so they must not exist. Like, what the fuck kind of thing is that to say? <laughs> You know, yeah. look at Pornhub. So Marlo's like, thank you, Sonia. I appreciate that. Thank you, Sonia. Thank you, India. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so Drew's like, um, can I say something? Um, I really want to like Marlo. I do. I want to like her. It's kind of like all of the celery that Crystal cuts for me. <laughs> Slips into my dinner parties. I really want to. I want to like it. <laughs> well, Drew, you've already won me over <laughs> in spite of me. <laughs> well, this one's already called me crying from the very beginning, didn't you, Drew? And I was like, baby, you got it. And, you know, like when you're upset with Ralph, possibly cheating on you in Tampa. I'm like, God, can the woman, like, she didn't even make that a full criticism. And you're still immediately coming for her. Don't you see yeah. that this is the problem? But at the same time, like, this is why I think Marlo is actually secretly a great housewife, because I was thinking about this a lot this weekend. I don't know why, but it just, this is what happens. And I was thinking that to me, I really tune in for delusion. I tune in for assholes and delusion. And I know a lot of people these days are like, we can't give people who are assholes and who are deluded a platform. And I agree uh, in most spaces, but I feel like in, on Real Housewives, I'm actually thinking, like, I kind of love they're really deluded assholes because I think they are hilarious um, to laugh at. And so, you know, we need we need some Marlowe on this show a little bit. We need that delusion because we're not getting it in too many places. Really, honestly, like Drew, Drew and Sheree are the only other really deluded people. And then you got the others are more just like shady or like, you know, and like I'm like. I need this. I need. I need Marlo being like this. To be honest, the others, the others are the brand people. You know, yeah. like you've got your delusional Real Housewives, and then you've got like your brand, your trademark, like Kenya TM, Candy TM, Sonya TM. So you've got them protecting brands, and then you've got the other ones just like trying to housewife. Yeah. And that's why, you know, that's why like some of the the like like a Salt Lake City has been really good because. They don't really, they're not really trying to protect brands. I mean, okay, Beauty Lab and Laser, that's not, you know, that doesn't need to be protected. Like, right. You can still fine. be an asshole and people don't <laughs> want their faces to fall. Yeah. You know? Candy's got brands. <laughs> like, I mean, Kenya, you know, Kenya has a great role. She is like the instigator villain. So it, it works. But I'm just saying, you know, like Marlo being a, a monster and deluded and ridiculous and melodramatic, I'm kind of here for it. Um. Well, you know, uh, enjoy that island so then um drew is no i mean i see what you're saying i get it i just i'm not ready to make a sweeping statement on marla it's fine, <laughs> it's fine. well i i, I can my always jury is my still mind. out okay but congratulations you did get a delivery of delusion from this yeah, i did i got a great mm. it, was, it was the combination of delusion and melodramatic martyrdom like that i love i just love that in a housewife and it always comes back to bite me because then they wind up doing something really terrible and then i'm like on record standing for them and then people are like <laughs> how could you stand for this person you know yeah i do i, I no one knows better than me <laughs> yes we've <laughs> because got, it happens know. to me all the time i love the terrible ones yep. so it's just like in real life really if i'm at a party and i'm like wow everyone's like being mean to that one person i'm gonna go hang out with them not considering there might be a reason you yeah. know yeah. uh so andy's like oh marla okay get the violins back get the violin kenya you're done right okay get the violins it's like dee, dee. he's like okay uh let's talk about your break-in i saw it on social media and she's like oh yeah that was bad it was bad and I just hear a scream from William. He said, Auntie. And I don't know if it was the mother instinct in me. It's like, mm, today might <laughs> not, not be the best day to break up that. <laughs> Probably not the mother instinct. <laughs> but basically she says, I said some things that I don't think that those burglars wanted to hear. And they turned around and left. I was like, Matt, your mouth is so full. Did you scare it away, burglars? <laughs> I'm like, well, this is where I want to This is why your mother things. doesn't want you. <laughs> right here. 
Well, wasn't it when we first mar- met Marlo? Didn't she have like a like a, a closet of guns or something? Didn't she have a gun collection? Wasn't that one of her things? She? she had weapons. I seem to remember that, or I could be misremembering, but that I seem to remember that she she was well armed. So I wouldn't be surprised if she was like, "If you fuckers come up here, I'm gonna shoot your fucking balls off." I've got six AK-47s up here, and also your mother never loved you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. Also, you're fat, knock need. Get out. <laughs> yeah. They run away. We see the ring footage of them just running away with tears in their eyes. Like, oh, she's so good. She's like, "You, you're uninvited." <laughs> 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 so um andy's like wow Danielle, you left a super sensitive tweet about the robbery <laughs> let's put it up on the screen it says happy no one was hurt but she took the time to withhold information <laughs> <laughs> i'll finish that for you i laughed so hard that i inhaled spit okay and then i was like you know what it's okay i'm gonna just go through i'm just gonna get through this and prove that my throat is strong enough to handle it guess what my throat is not strong enough to handle it yeah the tweet was like um happy no one was hurt but she took time to withhold information from the cast that could possibly help keep us safe but was happy to release details in interviews hashtag real housewives of orange i mean of of atlanta hashtag fake i'm like kenya (laughs) like (laughs) what information did she withhold i don't understand that She's making it sound like some deep lock your doors, get a, an alarm system. I mean, you guys are all famous. I know it just uh, to me it was just like hilarious, like a hilarious attempt to try to, like like Kenya was not comfortable expressing just plain sympathy for Marlo. She had to find some way to like also make Marlo the bad guy. Yeah. Marlo's the villain. Well, I'm glad Marlo's safe. Unfortunately, we all could have died as a result of her not <laughs> I know. telling us more quickly in the group text. <laughs> and she could, and so Kenya's like, well, again, I'm going to say this because that's really scary. A lot of details we didn't know about and we want the boys and Marlo to be safe, mainly just the boys. We are a team here and we are part of the same platform so when marlo shared the info via text my first response was that we're horrified that it happened to the nephews but candy had already had a scare and shortly after drew had a scare and that some like a re- i think someone came by asking about uh crab rangoon it was very scary <laughs> <laughs> and my response is can we all jump on a conference call to talk oh, yeah. to make fun of people yeah, can we jump on a conference call about keeping us all safe? I mean, Kenya's one of those people in school that's excited, you know, to gather in the cafeteria to talk about fire safety. Like, you know about your 50, okay? Is Kenya keeping Tracy Flick? Safe. Is she Tracy Flick? <laughs> so Andy's like, and you felt, did you all feel that Marla without information? And Sheree's like, uh, nope. I, I didn't because she came to my house and she told me about it. And then oddly enough, I was missing some marble coasters uh, from the basement <laughs> coffee table, which was odd. So maybe they got me. To- it's because she didn't tell you anything about it. You couldn't keep your coasters safe. <laughs> Marla's just setting an icy big gulp down on a beautiful coaster next to her. So I'm she's sorry. Like, well, uh, by the way, oh, did Kenya alert everyone in the cast about what protocols they should take after Matt came to her house and like busted in all the windows of her garage? Oh How my about God. That? I forgot about that for a second. Zing. God, that guy was scary. <laughs> yeah. Zing. By the way, the Zing bot on Big Brother this year was just, this is not about Big Brother, but we haven't talked about it. The Zing bot was just mean. The Zing bot came in this year and was like, hello, it's me, the Zing bot. Brittany, you're ugly. Taylor, you're fat. <laughs> I was like, what? I know. There was like, like the Zingbot was just like Marlo, actually. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why did Marlo take over Zingbot? Thank you, India. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like rain on your wedding day. Zing. <laughs> so now we move on to uh 
Marlo's decision to send the boys away. He's And of course, you know, Andy, this is Andy's chance in the reunion. He takes one every reunion. You know, I got a lot of negative feedback and I understand the impulse, uh, but you know, I'm a father now. Yep. I'm a father. I get it. Good. I'm a father. It's so hard doing this as a father. We knew that was going to happen. And so Marlo's like, well, you know, I think the problem is that when I said I kicked them out, I think that's that's what was awful. I mean, like, you know, me and the way I say things like sometimes I say bummers are ironic and it really are just they're just bummers, you know, and like, you know, I just deliver messages wrong. And what I wanted to say was I needed to hit the reset button. You know, I'm I'm used to being a fabulous Monty and you know, you know like you call me, you get spoiled, you get pizza, you get everything, but you know, I just I needed I'm not saying that I wanted to kick them out. I just needed to not be around them so that way I could be happy. <laughs> yeah, Marlo Marlo's problem wasn't that she kicked them out. It was she worded it and it led to bad what everybody optics okay she wasn't happy with the optics Commercials. here comes one right now so andy's like yeah but that's not how it works you can't just take them bad you just threaten them and say listen the rumor is that you guys came from heather dubrow and if you misbehave one more time i'm gonna make you stay with her for two weeks and she's like um well listen it also doesn't work if i just beat the crap out of them or lose my mind he's like okay good point on the other hand hearing the backstory and the hurt can we get some violence it i am moved moved and you know what now i'm a parent so it really moves me. Really, 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 really. I'm a dad. I, it's a dad move. You know, I rewatched Star Wars, and as a father, God, that moved me more. Uh, so, yeah, he's basically like, you know, it doesn't land to me that you, you're doing to the boys what you went through, which I know would be the last thing that you want. I'm like, I, I, at some point, I just want someone to show up and be like, you guys all realize it's like cycles. <laughs> like this is sort of the unfortunate cycle of like this is what happens to people. It's like people who are abused and go off and abuse people. Like at some point, can we just get some basic therapy happening for these people? So a lot can- of cycles here. It's like a spin room. A lot it of is. cycles going on. <laughs> so he's like, you know, oh, Candy says, you know, the problem with it is like you just gave an example of you being at a foster home where you just loved it and they had a circular driveway and you thought it was the perfect place. And then you were sent away from it and it traumatized you. And that's, you know, how can you not see that that's the same as what you did to your kids? You know, and she's like, well, I feel candy. A lot of people feel that way. And when you become a foster parent, they take classes on how to do that. I didn't take a class, you know, and uh, it's just reminds me of what my mom always said. Like, there isn't a class for this. And I was always like, yeah, there is. (laughs) There's not a book on this. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there's a lot of them, actually. Well, you know, sometimes you only learn through living. It's almost like. You live, you learn, you. <laughs> so Marla, Marla uh, says. The couch starts spinning around. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Five dancers appear behind her. Like, <laughs> so, Mar- so Marla's saying how she came from the streets and abuse and, and all this shit. And she just needed a reset. So she went, she, now it's, now her spin is. She sent them away so that way she could get a reset and a therapist and a life coach. And she goes, now I talk to them and I say, hey, how are you feeling? And I used to not do that before. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I feel like that's the sort of um, improvement you could have gotten just from like a fortune cookie. Like, remember to ask your kids how they're doing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? So Andy's like, um, you know, and then the call to your sister. I mean, wow, I was touched by that call as a father. I actually thought that was a brilliant technique to say, all right, everybody, we're going to cry for 15 minutes and then we carry on. She goes, yep, that's what I say. 15 minutes of crying and then we move on. And he's like, wow, that is so brilliant. Who taught you that? She's like, me, Andy. (laughs) 
<laughs> I taught that to me. <laughs> and then Kenya goes, can I have a tissue, please? She's like not willing to let Marlo have like a, like a, a redemption moment. She's going to interrupt it. And he goes, oh, are you moved and want to wipe away a tear? She goes, no, my nose is cold. <laughs> <laughs> and Marlo gets so pissed off. I mean, Kenya really is being an asshole. But she at is. the same time, how many hours is this Marlo segment? You know what I mean? Can we get back right. to the part where Marlo was just being a complete asshole? Yeah, seriously. That led to this. So, and he's like, wow, Marlo, thank you for sharing all that. And Kenya mutters, it's damage control. She goes, it's called being an evil little bitch, bitch. (laughs) You know, hearing your backstory makes people understand. And she's like, well, hurt people hurt people. And Ken and I are both hurt and our family history are both alike. That's that's why she can never uplift me. But but I love it. I'm used to it. I, I love that she can't unlift me in that way. And Kenya's like, oh, stop. She goes, she actually says, once you've been through abuse, you're used, you're used to being abused. It's like, okay. <laughs> okay, putting Kenya in your abuser role now. Come on. This I is what, why it's hard with Marlo. You know what I mean? Because she makes you feel something. And then she's like, Kenya, just like my abusers. I know, okay. exactly. I mean, they tr- they they so blatantly trigger each other. It's actually, it's hilarious, even though it comes from a very, 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 very sad place. So then we get to gaslighting. We have a gaslighting segment. So they show everybody gaslighting each other, which is mostly Ralph, you know, <laughs> gaslighting yeah. Drew, because that's where it came from. It was and a then- weird segment. It was like a weird, it was like the the shadiest housewife of all were the receipts. And then they had like a segment of receipts. I guess it was because it was production receipts. And, but like it's sort of the, the whole montage barely made sense to me. Yeah. You know, I'd fast forwarded a little bit past the intro, but I was like, Oh, I don't need an intro. It's a reunion. And then I was like, so I guess this was about gaslighting, but also weird. in this segment, there was um, Marlo saying Kenya's mom doesn't want her and that Kenya's lying about being pregnant. And then it went back to Ralph. Guess it was all non sequiturs. It was all, yeah. I, I, I guess what it, I mean, what it was ostensibly was that they would say one thing and then production would correct them. But for oh, some reason, seats, as a yeah. montage, it like I found it hard to follow. Okay, so uh, and yeah, receipts. I guess I'll go with that one. So Andy's like, uh, everyone, were you shocked that production was being so up your ass this season? Gosh, it sure is important to check receipts, and those editors did it. And Kenya's like, well, some people don't care about receipts, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) And Andy's like, Drew, you and Ralph got roasted quite a bit. How did you, how did it feel to watch that? And she's like, well, it's always hard. But honestly, for us, it was just showing who we are and how much we've grown. (laughs) Okay, Drew. Yeah, sure. Sounds like it. And you didn't even know what gaslighting was. That was hilarious. She goes, well, I mean, I knew knew what it was, just not in regards to to Ralph, really. I mean, because, you know, I mean, gaslighting, what does that have to do with Ralph? But then when I saw it, I was like, then when I read the definition of it, I thought, oh, well, that does sound kind of like us, but we just keep pushing through. And that's why we're so happy, Andy. (laughs) uh that doesn't that's not like a like like that's not a response to being gaslit i think like (laughs) like he's gaslighting you and then you say but we push through together and we we were okay i'm like so you're I don't understand how it's like, if one of you is gaslighting the other, how are you pushing through together? (laughs) Well, we just realized that, you know, gaslight is a gaslight, but at least we have light. You know, Andy? (laughs) Well, hey, speaking of uh, trying to push through, Marlo, how are your edges doing? She's like, oh, well, um, they're doing really well, and I've got sideburns, and, uh, you know, it's been it's been going really, really well. And then uh, Kenya, Andy's like, should she be using, like, some Kenya Moore hair care? Or Kenya says that or whatever. And Marlon's like, oh, yeah, I've been using Kenya Moore hair care. I think that's what's filling them in. And Andy's like, really? And she's like, yeah, I went and I got it from CVS. It does work. It's definitely amazing. And I think we're all like waiting for like the other shoe to drop, like where the where the shade is going to come. But it never really comes, which made me feel like she was banking some goodwill to then later go after Kenya savagely. I thought she was just like, okay, well, it didn't work with Kenya. The the whole, you know, 
hour and a half long segment of everything I've been through didn't work with Kenya. So now I'm just going to kiss Kenya's ass. Yeah. And it doesn't really work because Kenya's like, yeah, it does work. I stand by my products. <laughs> so then um, Andy, uh, Drew, did Ralph play football? I was confused by, by, by the football. And she's like, I mean, Andy, of course he's played football. Look at his body. Hello. And someone's like, Kenya looks at it. She's like, ah! Why is everyone looking at me? Yeah, because I think that Sheree rolled her eyes or something. And Drew's like, well, he was honest. You know, when he said he was on the Rutgers team, he was he was redshirted and he played in practice. So, you know, that's <laughs> so everyone's like, okay, whatever. And then Andy's like, Sheree, were you tired of being clowned for spring, summer, and September? All those times? And she's like, yeah, it got to be a little bit much. But at the end of the day, I got t-shirts saying, you know, spring, summer, and September, and I got joggers saying it, and in about, you know, three years, we can put them on sale. <laughs> well, Candy, you put out, bitch, I'm worldwide merch. How do you feel about that? She's like, yep, everybody loves it, Andy. God, I love Candy. Candy will always find something from a season to make her extra money every yeah. single time. Good for her. Yeah, seriously. So then Andy's like, all right, well, this segment was dumb, so let's move on. Kenya, this year you returned to Atlanta full of good vibes and fresh energy. Was the new and improved Miss Moore here for just a moment, or was she the moment? Ah! Yeah, she's the moment, honey. I cannot XCon. <laughs> so uh it's like is oh kenya's like happy now that's basically what the the vibe of this segment is like kenya's nice now probably because she got finally a good edit on a girl's trip although maybe not that good of an edit because she definitely looked evil to cynthia bailey but she had dancing with the stars and and girl's trip to sort of like change her image a little bit so now she's like riding that that high a little bit and she's like, well, Andy, I had such a love for dancing when I grew up. Violins. I'm waiting for the violins. Oh, okay. Sorry. Do we have a, another version of the Marlowe violins? No? Okay, Kenya, you're just going to have to do this dry. Okay? You want us to spin your couch? God, Andy. Can I have my own thing? <laughs> so she actually tells a really nice story about growing up and her grandmother taking them to dance class at a community center. Um, and... So now when she's dancing, she does it for her grandmother. And Drew's like, yeah, seeing you on Dancing with the Stars made me really inspired. So I hope we can have another chance with our friendship because I need whatever email you were using to get in touch with that show. So. I was going to say, that, that's what that was about. That was that. I was just like, oh, she's on a network show. Okay, I need to be friends with her. And Kenny's like, thank you so much for that. And Andy asked about the divorce and they're still not divorced. Um, and she says that Mark isn't asking for anything, but they're just at a standstill. Um, and until they get a trial date or they settle, it's just going to go on and on and on. So, um, yeah, I don't know why this is not settled yet, basically. I, I, maybe she's asking for something. I don't know. Who knows? So um, they talk about, can you dating? Is she dating? And, oh, my God, isn't drunk? Can you so fun? And her answer to the dating thing is like, well, I'm definitely doing some group dating. And he's like, are you Bali? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, no, ha, 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 it's like going out with a group of friends, and there's like a guy there, ha, 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 ha. and then um, <laughs> someone asks like about the couple's trip, and someone asks Sonia, she, they're like, Sonia, did you not understand why Kenya was upset about the couple's trip comment? Like, you kept on saying couple's trip over and over again, so like, no wonder why she would hang up, you know? So Sonia basically is like, oh, I, if I didn't realize, like, she's like, I just meant like plus one, and I shouldn't have said couples because I just meant plus one because she was upset that she didn't bring wasn't didn't know that she could bring a plus one to candy's trip so she sort of like has like a very normal and non-reuniony and rational answer to that and it's like it seems like it's pretty much okay like everything's sort of squashed on that front yeah and so um uh win from deck says kenya it was rude to hang up on Sonia, do you regret it? And she's like, well, I will say the only time I ever hung up on my grandmother, she hung up the phone and came over and beat my ass, Andy. <laughs> wow, you've got a lot of grandmother comments in this segment. Not really sure where we're going with that. But uh, are you saying that you want Sonia to beat your ass? And she's like, oh, my God, I love your shade, Andy. <laughs> pop up, pop up, pop up. Sonia's like, already. 
Okay, so now Andy says, well, I cannot understand Sheree and Kenya. What the big deal was about missing the eye fit you? I mean, you really wanted to go to that shit? You did? I mean, she very clearly said, if you don't want to go to the shoot, it's not a big deal. There's a boat. But so, like, I would have picked the boat. I mean, who wants to go watch Sonya do push-ups somewhere? Am I right, everyone? <laughs> high five if you're not Sonya. Okay, high five in the center, Sonya. You say right there, stupid fitness shoot. <laughs> well, I missed the thing the day before, and so I wanted to go. And then when I couldn't go, I didn't want her to think I, you know, I didn't want her to feel like I was letting her down. Uh, you know, so then I tried to embarrass her in front of the entire cast and her husband by fighting about it constantly the rest of the trip, Andy. <laughs> And Sonia's <laughs> like, uh, well, when Marlo showed up, I thought the bus had come for her. So I was just worn out. And then I didn't really understand what was going on. So I thought the least you could have done after was say, like, how did it go? But you guys didn't even ask me. Like, you were all mad. And so Kenya just ignores that one. And Andy's yeah. like, uh, Sheree, you warned Sonia that she had to handle Kenya. What was that about? And um, Sheree's like, well, you know. Kenya can be a little aggressive, and I feel like for Kenya to really respect you, you know, a lot of times you have to stand your ground with her and, you know, you know, like, let her, let her not send a marching band into your store, etc. <laughs> so Kenya was like, oh, so you were helping her, but you forgot about your friend over here. And Andy's like, so what you're saying is to handle Kenya, you gotta come at her. Like, Pookie, let's roll the clip of Sheree yelling at Pookie season two one more time. <laughs> so we do which is still the best it's still good by the way yeah, it's still like the best still part good. of the reunion it's still amazing we need that party planner back you know mm -hmm. you brought Sheree back now please bring the party planner back bring that, that was some important television so then um, let's see they start going on about Sh oh no then Sheree gets a call which I love yeah. that the ladies on this cast just keep their phones on I know. They're like, yeah, really. my phone's gonna. <laughs> I put it on vibrate. What's the problem? So she gets a call from Martel, and Kenya's like, "Hi, Martel, it's me, Kenya." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Okay, Kenya, we're buying it. You're a fun, good, fun-loving, good person now." Andy, meanwhile, like. Andy's not shooing Martel off the phone like he does later to Anthony. He's like, oh, hey, Martel, what's going on? Shrey, you got anything to say to your guy? Hey, Martel, what's going on? It's like, Andy, you're knocking over the vase with your erection right now. <laughs> wow, okay, bye, Martel. Wow, let me say this. He's like a 10 out of 10. Kenny's like, yeah, well, I heard from a friend that his D is a 10 out of 10. <laughs> uh, so Sheree is like, I cannot confirm what you're not that. <laughs> so um, then Andy's like, well, let's talk about John and Jamaica. So he left and he left. And Kenya's like, oh, he just went to the bathroom. He's like, oh, all right. Well, that kind of killed that segment. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, uh, so, uh, you were, did you guys meet up later? How about that? You guys meet up later? And she's like, oh, Andy, what do you think of me? I don't need the D like that. Well, you're the one who said you went on group dates, Miss Polly McHoho. <laughs> <laughs> Pass around, Polly, okay? <laughs> hey, so, Sonya accused you of having a sob story every time you're called out on something, which, ironically, is what you just accused Marlo of. And she's like, no, and I was disappointed in Sonya because I have shared things that I have not shared with people ever about how I was getting divorced, um, about how Mark is mean to me. You know, super top secret stuff, Andy. Have I said the one about the grandmother yet? Yeah, you use that one. <laughs> Okay. Well, I was disappointed. You know, that was top secret information that yeah. Mark and I were getting a divorce. So, I was trying to connect with you just the way that I connected with my grandmother when she brought me to the public center <laughs> for dance lessons that I eventually, you know, used to get me onto Dancing with the Stars. So the fact that you would accuse me of that when my own grandmother didn't even accuse me of that when she would beat me after I hung up the phone, like that's like really rude. I'm going through a divorce and I had a grandmother. What did you think of Ross's behavior at dinner, Sonia? Did you think it was aggressive, aggressive, aggressive? So she's like, no, actually, I felt like that there's no better feeling in the world than your man standing up for you. 
Well, how would you feel if the other husband spoke to you that way? She's like, well, he wasn't speaking to them specifically. He wasn't, like, cursing anyone out. It was like a generalized announcement. <laughs> it was an umbrella, umbrella, it was like an umbrella cursing out. Although he didn't even curse, really. So Andy is yeah, like. Yeah, he said, don't fuck with my wife. Oh, yeah, he said, don't fuck with my wife. But, like. Yeah. Well, just, I mean, we say it so much, I don't even believe it's a curse word anymore. <laughs> well, okay. the coarsening of our of, of America, right there. So Andy's like, "Do you take that, Kenya?" And, he's, and Kenya's like, "Oh yeah, he's a sweet guy. He's so calm natured, and you know, he barely even said two words. So to see him in that way, I have to respect that." I'm like, "That's not what you were saying on the lazy river. On the lazy river, you're like, he was aggressive, and that way he came at me like that made me scared." <laughs> Yeah, and how are these all smoothed over? Because this is like the third thing they've smoothed over with these stupid answers that don't even make any sense. You know, like, I guess she made up with Sonya, so they have a pact not to come at each other at the reunion. But what's the point of having the reunion? Okay, just make it two hours and cut all this shit out. It's called alliance building. Okay, she's at at war with Marlo, and she needs to take Sonya, because Sonya is like going over to the Marlo side. So she needs to get Marlo back. I mean, Sonya back. Well, Sonya's in the best position for her because she likes be playing every side, you know? Yeah. She likes being the one who's like, you're broken, but I still like you. Let's mm-hmm. fix you instead of not not being friends with you or whatever. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So uh, then they get to Brooklyn's birthday party, and why in the world would Kenya think it's a good idea to play a game like that at a child's birthday party as a father? I don't know if I like that. And she's like, well, the way that you set it up, I guess you don't approve, Andy. <laughs> well, well I'm a father, so. <laughs> well, as we all know, the most appropriate game to play is pin the tail on the new boobs, Okay. He's got new boobs. Uh, she's like, well, I thought it would be fun shade. Like, you know, maybe somebody dyes their pubes. <laughs> and Andy asks Sheree if uh, Candy, they start the, the thing about, like, who wrote the question about Candy sucking dick in a locker room or yeah. whatever. And because and, Sheree in the interview was like, basically saying like yeah that sounds about right so yeah so basically it's like candy how'd you feel about sheree saying that and sheree's like well everybody else says she likes sex and what's wrong with saying you've sucked it everywhere else i mean i'm sure you've sucked, sucked it in a car sucked it in different places maybe applebee's or post office i mean there's so many places to suck it it's totally normal <laughs> have you been reading my diary i mean what the hell <laughs> pretty specific examples <laughs> Throwing a Ross dress for a lesson, I'm like in trouble. <laughs> so Andy's like, Kenya, do you still feel the energy you felt at the start of the season? Are you able to keep the momentum of pretending you're a good person? What's that about? And she's like, I'm just doing so great. It's like more of the same thing, you know? Yeah. So then um, we go to Sonya's first season clip and see all of the um, Olympics, boom, boom, booms, and beef patties. And it has a very, a very strained um intro okay sonia after four olympic gold medals you thought you had already run the race of your life but what came to your future were you and your husband's feet even on the same track which sort of doesn't make sense because he plays football and you're a track star but we'll just pretend you're both playing track and you're (laughs) and you're racing at the same time even though that's not a sport anyway roll the clip package (laughs) sonia you wear tennis shoes all right, roll it back. <laughs> I was going to work in. Sonia, did you th- just when she thought that she was running the family, she's going to pass the baton to her husband. <laughs> roll the clip. Roll the clips. So, Sonia, what's harder? Real Housewives, the Olympics, or your penis after hearing Ronnie has given a blowjob and a Ross dress for Liz? <laughs> what is it? She's like, well... You know, housewives for sure, because in track and field, I was born to do that. And there was like a roadmap to doing that. But this, this is like navigating a new space. And it like, it just came very naturally to me. So. (laughs) And then Marlo says, why does Marlo say this? Marlo says, Drew, why have you made it so hard, my friend? Yeah, she says, why have you made it so hard on my friend here, Sonia? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. My good good friend, Sonia. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, they talk about, um, 
how her parents are doing. And she's like, you know, after hearing stories like Marlo's, I don't take my parents for granted at all. I told my husband he has six months to have a baby, but you know what? We don't have to have a baby right now. We can have it later. I didn't really mean six months, but the point is we're going to have a baby. I'm like, is she, is she, did she take some ephedra before she showed up here today? <laughs> no, they don't allow phedra on the show anymore. So, <laughs> Um, so Sonia's and he's like, well, what made you change your mind? And she's like, well, the main thing for me, because I do want to have kids is like, I felt like he wasn't hearing me. And like, I was saying, I don't want to have another kid if you're not hearing me and not willing, you know, not listening. And Drew's just like rolling her eyes. And then Ross was like, okay, if you don't want to have a kid, I don't want to, I don't want to have a kid. And then I felt like, oh, he was listening to me. So now I was like, I do want to have a kid. So now we're in a good space to try for baby number two. So it's like very simple reverse psychology. Yeah. Okay? That's basically yeah. what it was. So Drew's like, uh, so Andy asks about, asks Drew about her shitty advice when she was like, well, if your husband wants a baby, that's your job. I mean, you're just, you know, you think of yourself as an Olympic runner, but you're basically a womb with sneakers. So <laughs> need you to really concentrate on what you can do for a man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And Drew, Drew basically doubled down on that with what on Watch What Happens Live, and um, she's basically like, they show this clip of her on Watch What Happens Live where she's like, well, I mean, if you're building a family and you know it's your duty as a wife, like you can, like you're the only one who can carry the baby, and if you don't, I mean, guess what? Someone else will, and it might even be an assistant that works for you. Yeah, that's so shitty. <laughs> yeah, that's really shitty of her. And then she comes on here and tries to lie. Which makes me, that's what makes me nuts about this girl. She won't just say, yeah, I believe that in a marriage, you know, you've agreed to have kids and that's it. Like, you have them. Like, if that's your opinion, then stick by it. But she tries to reword it all. Like, mm -hmm. all she's really saying is both people need to be happy in a marriage and you need to make your husband happy and he needs to make you happy too. That's all I was saying, Andy. And that's not all you were saying. So I'm glad they had that Watch What Happens live clip. So she's like, well, um, you know, all I was saying in that conversation was, like, is it a medical reason that you can't have children? You know, because if you can't have children, then, of course, you shouldn't. And, I mean, how are you going to take that negatively? I mean, God. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I'm just going to try. I'm trying to parse this out. You made it seem like you felt like it was a woman's job. If a, if a husband wanted a baby, you have to have the baby. And she's like, no, I'm just saying between a man and a woman, yeah, the man can't have the baby. I mean, even though I thought for the longest time you could after I saw that movie Junior, but the woman can. And I believe you should talk to your mate and you should come to an understanding because I live it. I'm like, what are you talking about? What are you saying, Drew? This makes no sense. Yeah, she's not making any sense. I just wrote lies. So nice. Sonia's like, um, well, you talk about your marriage, but then you can't have compassion for my marriage. Like, you say you owe it to him, and I, I just don't get you. Drew's like, ah, whatever. Everyone's taking my words out of context. No, you're just trying to, like, roll back. You're trying to roll back, ma'am. Okay. Yeah. So then we're back. Marlo and Kenya last season, we were relieved to see the fashionista and the shade assassin call a ceasefire tutu. I just had to get fashion in there too. So I'd already said fashionista. So, all right, roll the clips. Roll the clips. <laughs> so we see the montage of their the, the being like friends for a hot second at the start of the season and then it just devolving. And Andy's like, if you had to pinpoint the issue between you guys, I know for Kenya, it all started when Marlo made the comment about your mom, but Marlo, do you know where it started with you? And she's like, listen, she's always been dismissive and she uses me when she wants me and when she doesn't want me, she dismisses me and, and I'm used to it, you know? And like, oh. I'm used to the abuse. <laughs> I was like, okay, Marlo, Jesus Christ. Here's what happened. You were a monster to Kenya for years. She tried giving you a chance. You took it. Then you were a monster again. Then she gave you another chance. And you were a fucking monster again. How? I mean, for me to be on Kenya's side on something like this is insane. You are in the wrong period. Stop calling yourself abused in this situation. She well, did not abuse you. You went around calling her a liar and saying all this shit about Mark, etc. Come on. Well, that's that's not true, okay? Because Kenya, I want you to know that I'm happy for you. I wish nothing but the best. For you both. When it comes to Kenya, 
I keep one hand in my pocket and the other giving a high five. Even if there's not a high five to get that hand, Andy. Because what it all comes down to is that everything's going to be fine, fine, fine. So then she says, like, she just uses me like when she wanted to be Porsche's friend or something like that. And Kenny's like, oh, please, you threw Porsche under the bus. Andrew's (laughs) like, I was friends with Porsche, so I can talk about this because I was friends with Porsche. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, wait, what did you say there? Wait, <laughs> I'm, I got lost. I think the Alanis got me all. Uh, they excited. start fighting about Portia basically. Because oh yeah, throwing her under the bus, right? Throwing Por- yeah, throwing Portia under the bus. And so well, like that Kenya, that Kenya was like, you only wanted to be her friend. I'm sorry, you didn't want to be Portia's friend. You'd already thrown Portia under the bus. Right, they were over talking each other, so I didn't really. I was like, I could rewind this, but I have a feeling Porsche's back next season, so I don't need to live in the Porsche past mm. when I have a Porsche future waiting mm. for me. Yeah. So, so Andy's like, uh, okay, 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 okay. I'm gonna turn this car around. <laughs> That's what I say as a father. Okay. So Edward from um edwardton says do you think that kenya will be your friend after you disrespect her over and over again marlo and marlo's like no it's over and i'm gonna be so stressed out about it i can't even live not having kenya the good person the nun the perfect person in my life anymore and kenya's like oh that's the sociopath in her she just laughs at it yeah, Marla goes, I mean, she's been an amazing role model in my life. She's always going to uplift me. She always will. And Kenya's like, everything about you is fake, Marlo. Your name is not even your real name. Latoya Hutchinson. <laughs> and Andy's like, what? Is your name Latoya? And Marla goes, you saw my arrest record from 20 years ago. My best friend is Latoya. <laughs> so weird. Marlo's arguments are always so bizarre. So what does that mean? Does well, that mean that you're like, arrest- Well, it means that her name was on her name was on the arrest thing from like twenty years ago. Like she like she's been Marlo. And Kenya's like, show us your birth certificate. Show us your birth certificate. So we see the certificate and it says goes, Marlo Patrice Hampton. She goes, Show me your birth certificate. Show me your Carfax. Yeah, Carfax. She has the Carfax too. <laughs> She goes, that's not what Alex said. So now there's someone named Alex in the mix here. And Marlo's like, oh, no, no. She's talking about Alan, your friend, the crook. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on here? And then it turns into, well, what are you rich, Kenya? Do you even pay your taxes? Do you pay your taxes, Kenya? And they just start yelling over each other. And Andy's like, hey, 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 hey. This ain't your driveway here. I was like, oh, my God, Andy. Cringe. Yeah. And Andy's like, Kenya, why is it okay for you to say hurtful things for years, but you call Marlo hurtful when your words to others have been just as disgusting? And Kenya's like, um, I don't think Marlo's words are necessarily hurtful when directed at me because I think she's innocuous, shallow, she's an innocuous, shallow, vapid person. And yes, I did say the word innocuous. It doesn't really work there, but who's complete? She's also completely <laughs> selfish. And I think really nothing of her so her words don't hurt me even though i act completely like i'm hurt by them it's just when she brings situations up that could hurt people i know that it's hurtful (laughs) yeah she's a contradiction of hypocrisy (laughs) she is totally innocuous okay she is such an innocuous bitch she's got some shep going on this episode yeah so andy i don't I, that answers bullshit like she yeah. doesn't bother me at all it's only when she's coming after people i love so andy is like well um dance from moines says do you think this relationship is based in childhood parental um abandonment issues i mean what's going on here guys uh, and she's like um no Here's the thing. I listen to everything that Marlo has to say, and I guess some of it's new info, but a lot of it comes across as disingenuine. And Mm -hmm. I've seen her drag everyone on this show. She's dragged her own nephews, her own mother, constantly talking about her being on drugs, Mm -hmm. throwing her teeth in the trash, um, calling her sister in jail, by the way, which is another one that Andy's acting like was one of the most touching things in the world. And Marlo's like, well, it's called having a life story, honey. It's called sharing. And Kenya's like, yeah, well, you'll talk about everybody else, but you never talk about your own backstory about being to jail 
And she says, you never talked about going to prison. And Marla's like, I've never been to prison. I went to county jail. So Kenya's like, well, the fact that you, the fact that the reason why you ended yourself up in jail is because you slashed a woman's face. <laughs> and Andy's like, can we please move on? Wait, did you just say she slashed a woman's face? Wait a second. So yeah, Marlo- that's the thing about Marlo. You know, if you look up Marlo stories, the old Marlo stories, one is that she was in a club and slashed a woman's face, like disfigured the woman, and the woman killed herself after. Like, in the oh, I didn't realize that woman killed herself afterwards. Yeah. Um, so Andy, so Andy's like, "Can we move on?" And Marlon goes, "I have one little thing to say. One little thing to say. You are a lying bitch." <laughs> and he's okay, like, "Okay, well, well that's not a little thing to say. It's a pretty big thing." You better stop lying about my name, or the night, or 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 or, or the night when I post about it. You better apologize. Oh, don't ever mess up my character up. You've been arrested. I admit what I do wrong. You're a liar. You will cheat and steal and kill. You are a liar. Wow. So now Kenya's a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't know. Kenya just goes. Kenya just goes. Shut up. <laughs> Didn't you know they're releasing Adnan Saeed from prison and because they realized that it was Kenya who committed the crime in Serial? It's Kenya. Bling, 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 bling. She was at Best Buy. <laughs> Did you give him a payphone? <laughs> uh, all the time, that that lawyer was just Kenya in a wig. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... um so now Andy's like, all right, okay, Marlo, let's, I guess let's, well, tell me about being arrested. And she's like, well, I was out in the streets while bawling out with the wrong crowd. And I got into a fight with a girl that I know. And I went to county jail for six months, which by the way, I didn't, six months, I didn't realize it was that long. And she's like, it woke, woke me up and it made me realize I never, ever want to go back. He's like, okay. And after that, did you get into trouble with the law after that? She's like, well, you know, I was in house arrest and you know, I like, got, uh, it was, it was, I was stuck at home and it was really hard. And then the guy next door, I think he was killing people. And there were all these skeletons in the basement. Okay, you're just talking about the movie Disturbia now. <laughs> so I am. Um, so it was a great movie. I watched that movie when I was under house arrest too. It was great. Great way to pass the time. So she basically says she was partying. So she got in trouble for that. Then another time she wrote a check for under $100. And it was for the university. And it just, it was sent to the wrong address. So I got in trouble. It's like, what? You wrote a check that was sent to the wrong address? Well, she said there was, she said there was the wrong address on my check. So I don't know what that means. Check I fraud. What, I mean, it was like bank check fraud or whatever. But she's yeah. saying, oh, it had the wrong address. So they were just getting me. I mean, Marla's so full of it. Give me a break. Yeah. So Kenya's like, yeah, you probably forged your papers to get through college in the first place. <laughs> I was like, I was young. I was in my 20s. And then her phone starts to ring. And he's like, your phone's ringing. And it goes to commercial. And when it comes back, like the phone call has been resolved. I, I, was, I, was, I thought there would be something big happening on that phone. Yeah. Apparently not. So nope. then Sheree versus Drew. Um, why does a woman who doesn't even have a dog have a bone? <laughs> yeah. And they ta- started talking about Anthony. And Andy's like, Sheree, if Anthony, Anthony was never your assistant, why is he labeled as Anthony assistant in your phone? Does he work for you or not? And Sheree's like, oh, well, when I meet people, I put a title next to them so I can remember them. I mean, if you look at my phone, I probably have... 15 painters and 15 assistants and 15 makeup artists. And none of them have been paid, right? (laughs) This is true. (laughs) I said they're in my phone, not my cash app, Andy. Okay. (laughs) Well, um, and something like... He's like, what am I? How am I? Yeah, how am I putting your phone? Andy is probably rich, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) My nose is cold. So then... um, (laughs) Does hey does Drew believe what Anthony said about Sheree? And Sheree is like, well, you know, like you spread this rumor, yada yada yada. And uh, and Drew was like, no, I, you know, when I when I said, I'm sorry, Sheree was the one who said you spread this rumor. And then Drew was like, no, I wasn't spreading a rumor. Like my whole like the intention of like when I was talking about it was like, ooh, I just got this information. Like, what do I do with it? What should I do with this information? I wasn't like gossiping. Like, did you hear this? Did you hear this? Did you hear this? Yeah, I don't even know Sheree, so I was just asking for advice on how to deal with it. And Sheree is like, um, yeah, well, I didn't know that you were working with Anthony when I was working with Anthony. And he said that he didn't say any of that stuff. And Andy's like, but he said it on the show, Sheree, so we saw him say it. She goes, well, he said that Sheree 
don't pay, which is just a narrative, Andy. And I wouldn't be blessed as I am today if I don't pay, even though I said in the first part of this reunion, I only pay people who deserve it. So <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll just you know go back on that a little bit. And so Andy asks Drew if she pays her assistants or if this is like a Sonia Morgan type thing where she just you know nicknames them after food in her pantry. And right. Drew's like, um, yes, of course I do. And she goes, nope. Anthony told me that uh, she does not pay. And Drew's like, um, actually, yes, we do. Um, Anthony, recently, his car was going to get repoed. And so we basically saved his life by getting that back. So we're very good people. Okay, so you pay for emergency situations. Do you pay weekly? Do yeah. you pay a salary? Like, what's Maybe up? the reason why his car was getting repoed was because he wasn't getting a paycheck. I don't know. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> but but uh, Drew, why do you act like your your assistant didn't say Ralph was gay? And Drew's like, oh, he said he did not say it. Um, and Shreya's like, but she believed what he said about me. And so then Drew's like, okay, I'm gonna play a recording of Ralph, you know, confronting. So they have this weird recording where we hear Ralph gay. Hey, Ralph say, hey. You said you said I'm gay, and then you hear Anthony saying, um, "Like, well, because the bitch don't like me, and but they're just like calling you gay, and I don't like I like I told you I know they said plenty of men. So when she don't when she's doing like not not even nothing like fucking new, it's been done like that four or five times. I was like, like what? what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, if there was ever a uh, a response that was the equivalent of Humana, humana, humana. That was it. Yeah, a lot of nothing. Just a lot of syllables coming out that make no sense. He didn't say I fucking liar. Yeah, he didn't say I didn't say that. He didn't say no. That's crazy. He didn't say that was taken out of context. He's like, I don't like like I told you. I know they said plenty of men. So when she don't doing ain't even nothing fucking new. It's been done like four or five times. Yeah, he's just lying. Yeah, he's such a fucking liar. I listened to that three times. I was like, is he saying anything? He's literally not saying anything. (laughs) I know. And Drew's holding it up as if it's like just like perfect, like irrefutable evidence. Yeah. And so Sheree's like, well, actually, I'll call Anthony Drew's bitch. Oh, sorry. That's just how it's in my phone. Okay. Uh, hi, hello. And of course, it's like one ring. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> Anthony, I know. Anthony has been sitting there all day long like that kid from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. What's his name? Who cares? Don't give him more attention. Yeah, that guy. But he, yeah. he answers in one ring. And Sheree's like, Anthony, hello. He's like, um, hello. And she says, were you my assistant? And he's like, no. As a matter of fact, I was not. And she's like, well, how much money do I owe you? And he goes, honestly, you don't owe me money. <laughs> okay, Anthony, what's going on with this kid? I know. And Sheree is like, Drew just played a tape of you. And Drew goes, well, um, you were saying that. Sh- I'm sorry. Drew was like, yeah, Anthony, you were saying that Sheree was lying on you. And Andy's like, uh, hey, I'll, uh, okay, uh, Anthony, did you say to Sheree that Ralph was gay? And Anthony goes, well, maybe at some time I did, but I don't recall doing that. But for the record, do I think Ralph is gay? No, I do not. But I do think Drew needed a storyline. Yes. And um, to know to know that to get on the season? Absolutely. And okay, furthermore, this is what right. I think. I love I'm Renaissance. I think now. it's Beyonce's Bye. best work. And I'm going As to... As a father, swiping <laughs> left on the call button. Goodbye. Andy is like, that's it. I do. N- There's no room for him on this show right now. <laughs> oh good poor anthony he tried he tried it bless his heart he did has there ever been has any um has any gay ever been on a reunion like there's always there's always like a, a gay sidekick on all the on, on almost every single show with the exception of maybe new york oddly enough because maybe you know real Housewives of new york sort of is just a whole bunch of gay men anyway <laughs> but like have any of the gay men ever made it onto the reunion? I don't think so. Huh. Ha! Huh. Well. Huh. Not that huh. I can remember. <laughs> well, I, I am going to go on the record. I think that based on watching all these shows, Orange County and Atlanta have the messiest gays. Like, just by far. <laughs> right. I, I'm going oh, yeah. to go out. That's my, that is my, uh, that is my uh, hot take about the gays on Bravo. <laughs> messiest ones. <laughs> Yeah, well, everybody, thank you so much for being here with us. I think um, we would both agree when we say, Thank you, India. Thank you, audience. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you, Anna. <laughs> Thank you, Andy Cohen. Thank you, Marlo. Anyway, uh, yeah. Thank you, though. And uh, stay tuned for Winter is Crappening. And come join us for Take a Seat tonight. Uh, and you can sound off on all these things that we've been talking about. Bye, everyone. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Erica, 500 days of summers. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Hail the cork master, the master of the cork, it's Jennifer Corcoran. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. <laughs>